When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald Gloating J. Trump. Mr. President, happy 4th of July. How are you? Well, it's uh, okay. Off to a bad start. It's actually the 5th of July right I know, now. But you wish people, I didn't speak to you yesterday. So I, you well, whose who's fault is that? I guess that's my fault. Happy belated July 4th. How's that? I don't accept. <laughs> okay. true, true patriots don't accept patriotism, uh, an IOU for patriotism. Well, how was your July 4th? Uh, it was great. Uh, Mike Pence was uh, actually came over and he said, sir, can I watch the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? And I said, have at it, Mike. So. And then I walked in and I walked in and it was certainly not uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest <laughs> that he was watching. It was some other sort of, uh, you know, pork products being consumed, but uh, didn't, I didn't see great American jelly chestnut anywhere. I saw nut. But I didn't see Joey Chestnut. So Mike Pence, he's a sneaky one. That's why we know he's a traitor. <laughs> you got to give it to Joey Chestnut. I mean, no one can touch this guy. Well, once we kicked out that uh, Kobayashi, Kobayashi guy, you know, that's and that's what we want to do. The Republican Party, if we can stop the radical left Democrat Kobayashi, you know, in the analogy, the Kobayashis from voting, and we will never even have a competition. We'll get many strong votes and we'll win. The Democrats, though, they probably want Kobayashi to come in and take back the hot dog crown, and we won't let him. But does it seem very democratic not letting people vote? Well, you were just supporting Joey Chestnut, so I thought you'd be uh, supportive of my voting idea. No, it's, it's about no voter fraud. We don't want voter fraud. Or if you look like somebody who would do voter fraud, we also don't want you voting. I just find it crazy that in all of our country, or actually all the world, no one can eat hot dogs like this man for the past, what is he, he's won it for the last like 10 years, at least, right? Uh, at least. Well, I mean, you know, if I was doing it, I think you'd agree, I would beat him a lot worse. <laughs> you think if you practice, you can be a hot dog eating champion? Well, I can tell you this right now. Before we were married, uh, mesothelioma, I think she, I mean, she took down, had to be 105 in an hour. And let's not, and, and, and by the way, imagine Roger Stone's wife in the Nathan's contest. She'd eat all the hot dogs and then go after Joey Chestnut's cock. I mean, talk about that's cucking, that's cucking him sort of. That'd be, how incredible would that be? She's, 
she's like, okay, well, I'm done with, uh, you know, I ate the hundred Nathans. Well, and and what, a, what an incredible show off move that would be. While Joey Chestnut's still trying this stuff, you know, 71, sir. And, and you know, Roger Stone's wife is like a hundred and I'm out of hot dogs. And then she Look just goes <laughs> and she just goes for Joey Chestnut's cock right in the middle of the contest. I, I mean, game over, right? Like, how do you, how do you, she's beaten you. And now she's, she's looking for other products to put in her mouth because she's so bored because she dominated so strongly. We love Roger Stone's wife. She's a classy lady, very great patriot. That would definitely throw you if you were trying to eat hot dogs and your competitor finished all of them and went after your own hot dog. No, no, no. Roger Stone's wife, when we've gone to baseball games, she's, she's such a, she's so true to who she is. You know, most people get mustard. Some people get ketchup on a hot dog, right? She says, just put a gop of man, a glop of mayonnaise on one end. <laughs> That's called the Roger Stone wife hot dog eating technique. Did you do anything special for July 4th? Did you see the fireworks? Did you have a nice date with your wife? Did you see your children? Did you do something, anything patriotic? Oh, of course we did patriotic. I mean, this is this is what the tech stuff guy asked. Sir, you're the most patriotic president we've ever had. Did you do anything patriotic, sir? Yes, we did very strong patriotism. I, uh, I watched uh, Rocky IV. Okay, only up to the part where the Russian kills uh, the black. Um, Very patriotic. And then, well, you know, I was living in America, and then I was like, well, actually, technically, you're dying in America. <laughs> and then uh, melatonin. Uh, you know, I make her read the Constitution every Fourth of July because it's just—I mean, the excuse me, excuse me—the Declaration of Independence. Because it's just so funny to see her struggle with the words and try to like read English. <laughs> then for lunch, we had, you know, hot dogs and, and burgers and great patriotic foods like that. And Ivanka comes in with sparklers wearing an American flag bikini and American flag heels. And uh, she serves me the food, which is nice. You know, it's like, it's, isn't it nice to see children still respecting their parents don't get a lot of that from the left. And as Hunter Biden wasn't at the 4th of July, he's probably, you know, doing cocaine with some immigrant to celebrate America. Was Don Jr. at the celebration with, uh, with Gargoyle? I know Don Jr. was, uh, he was with Gargoyle, uh, but they were, they were not at our celebration now. I'm surprised there was no rally or anything yesterday. Oh, we had a strong rally on the on the, the third in Florida, where firecrackers are totally, you know very illegal. Let's just say that they are extra legal in Florida. You know we well you know what I I don't like to do this, but we're talking about the Fourth of July. As you know, the great Fred Trump and I had great traditions. And I normally don't like to do this. I like to save it for the bonus for the great Patriot, you know, especially this month of all months, Patreon Patriots, we call them. Right. I, would want, I would not want to disrespect their podcast patriotism this month of all months. But the great Fred Trump, we had various patriotic traditions. And I know uh, on 4th of July, we would sometimes we would take firecrackers and go to homeless people. 
and offer them $20 if they would light the firecracker wrong way in, you know, light it up while it's in them. And you'd be surprised, you know, when you have a Democrat in office, homeless people, they're willing to do anything, anything they can to get $20. It's, I blame Biden for all the blown up buoy holes. And that was a, a great Fred Trump tradition as you gloat. I mean, I don't think there's a, such a thing as a non-great Fred Trump tradition. I think they're all great traditions from the great Fred Trump. And we're working actually on a, on a strong book uh, that we're going to publish with all of them. Uh, that would be excellent. Now, I'm glad you had a nice July 4th with your family. I wanted to ask oh. you about <clears throat> your, your family. You said uh, Ivanka served you hot dogs and hamburgers and Mel Melania was there. And then, you know, it's so fun. I get to also feed Ivanka hot dogs. You know, we do, you know, it's almost European the way we do it. So I don't like to do it too much, but it's, you know, she's a very talented, lovely, sexy young woman. And I say that as a father. Now, I wanted to ask you about a, a new book coming out, and this book is by. Well, you know, I'm very, I'm very anti-book. I know. So right off the bat, I know I don't like it. Michael Wolf's book. Total. I mean, this guy. You know, he's like so many in the media. He made his his big book of lies that sold very well, and he made another one of lies which didn't sell as well. And now he's peddled, now he's like, I'm so desperate. I'll just say anything about Trump just to, my, my probably his editor is like, you owe us one more book, Michael Wolf. You know, and remember Michael Wolf did the, was very nasty at the press dinner. Uh, you know, so the, the redheaded comedians, very nasty. That's, that's Michelle Wolf. It's two different. Oh, well, well, there you go. They're both. You remember Hungry Like a Wolf? Didn't you talk about wolves and how you didn't like them when you were talking about Michelle Wolf one time? I know I'm very strong. I can kick the crap out of a wolf. But uh, I know I just, I don't really trust anybody with the last name of an animal. <laughs> is, that a, uh, is that a great Fred Trump rule or is that a... Uh, that's, a great, that's a greater Donald Trump rule. <laughs> you know, like when somebody's named Cats, I say, nope can't trust them especially not in the month of july <laughs> so it's july and, and june are too much to trust people i've always said that the jewish people are probably the best negotiators we've ever had and they got two other the 12 months named directly after them june and july it's incredible In his book, he alleges that when you eat in your restaurant in, uh, in Mar-a-Lago. Great, great restaurant, great chef, excuse me. Great restaurant with a very top tier chef, maybe even the toppest. Is it, is it a Michelin star chef? Uh, Goodyear, it's got Goodyear stars. Yeah, you have a Goodyear star chef. <laughs> That's, that must be delicious food. Yeah, he walks in, he's a big puffy white guy, and he walks in and he's like, here you go. Here's your Goodyear stars, too, by the way, too, Goodyear stars. 
that's that is uh that is a top good year chef for sure now at your restaurant this is alleged that you eat dinner in this section that's basically in the middle of the restaurant that is roped off and a table's roped off from everyone and you and melania eat there kind of looking down on all your diners Yes. Oh, what great reporting, Michael Wolf. You, you got a scoop that, yes, it's totally accurate. Why is that necessary? First of all, for security. Secondly, because we're great. And thirdly, when Melania strips mid-meal, you don't want people grabbing at her. I, text, have you ever been to a fancy restaurant, tech stuff? I, I guess I've not. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. But who takes their clothes off at a fancy restaurant? Mesothelioma. Trump, that's it. Apparently, apparently. You know, once, you know when de before dessert comes on, the white snake starts playing and then she, you know, takes off her clothes and dances around me and everybody watches and applauds and some people even tip. So it's a, uh, I don't know, I, I can't believe you're asking me the question. Secu it's called security. Okay. It's called I'm better than everybody and it's called powerful stripping security. I wasn't really shocked when I read it. I just wanted to confirm that it was true. Okay, well, it's confirmed. Thank Consider you. yourself confirmed. Now you're a Catholic. Appreciate it. Um, second piece of news I wanted to talk to you about is uh, your ex-lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Oh? Um, I think you say that he shits out of his head. Is that the guy who we're... Do you know who I'm talking about? Now? I remember there was some guy who was so head. bad. He, yeah, he had liquid poop. But I don't, I don't remember the name. I don't think I had... I don't think I had many uh, uh, dealings with this so-called person. Well, this is allegedly. Allegedly, you cut off Rudy Giuliani when he wanted to be paid for his failed election cases. He represented you throughout the whole election process to try to overturn the election in Washington, of course. And uh, he failed. And you are not paying him for this. Well, he, he failed because we won the election. You know, I'm not going to pay a lawyer. You know, why would I? Why would I pay a lawyer? It's like, sir, I'm going to prove that you are president, sir. And I said, what? A, whoever the hell you are, Judy Luliani, I don't need you to. I don't need to pay you. You know, are you going to also charge me like you know the sun is hot? And then I have to pay you for that. It's I am the president. So, you know, I wouldn't pay whoever the hell this is that you're talking about. Because he failed, it it shouldn't matter. He Well, no, I have a lawyer named Sydney. I have a lawyer named Sydney Powell who's a tremendous legal talent. Are you paying her? Who? Sydney Powell. Uh, we're working more on a wait and see approach with payment. Can you explain what a wait and see approach is? You know, I wait to see what the results are that they of their work, and then uh, they wait to see if I pay them. <laughs> well, that makes sense. You know, I'm surprised you never heard of like, like all these things. You never heard of a wait and see agreement? It's like, where, what cave are you coming out of? Now, I don't know about you, but if I work for someone, even if I don't. Um, if I'm working on an election, the person doesn't win or I'm working on a court case and the person doesn't win, you still put in your time. You should be compensated for your time. You don't agree with that? 
Oh, no, that's very, very smart tech stuff. Very strong point. I've never worked for anybody. I've always been what they call a boss. So I don't know what the, you know, all these little details of what employees want. I know as a boss, it's my job to do strong work and to pay as little as possible. That's how my company maintains its strong, uh, very strong strength. So it's the wait and see approach to things that makes you so successful. I mean, in my yeah, if I thank you, good save tech stuff. Yes. One of the many, I would have said one of the many things. I'm going to try that. I don't know if it will work out for me. Oh no, it probably won't work for you, but it works very strongly for me. You, you are strong, Mr. President. You are strong. Oh, I think we've been over that. I was with this over this with another text. It's actually, I'm very strong. Yes, you are very strong. And our sponsor this week is also just just strong, not very strong, but they're strong. And that's betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I know the president, you use this for your bets. I use it. You can bet on golf, UFC. We have the NBA finals uh, coming up. We have the NHL finals, Stanley Cup finals uh, right now. We have baseball in a full swing, football right around the corner. You can bet on reality shows, golf. They have a casino. You can bet on poker, roulette, blackjack. There are so many things to bet on. Go to BetOnline. .ag. You can use your computer. You can use your any devices. Let it be a laptop. Let it be a um, um, your phone. Let it be a tablet. They work on everything. Ben Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. You can't complain about that. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's only your first deposit. So enter promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You get 50% more money than you put in. It, it, you, you can't lose with that. So make sure you make a nice big deposit on your first one because it's only your first deposit. That's promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. You could also follow them online at BetOnline underscore AG. But make sure you take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus, CLNS50. And that's, that's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> the Manhattan DA um, has some uh, charges against the Trump Organization, have you, as you've heard, and your lawyer is in some deep trouble. That's what I've been reading. Um, one of your lawyers, of course. It's one of your wait-and-see approach lawyers. And people are saying that these charges could open the indictment floodgates and you can be charged family members can be charged criminally what are your thoughts on this uh if there are floodgates i will tell ivanka to wear a white suit with no underwear and floodgates no excuse me this is a total hoax a total joke it's very stupid and uh no 
we're not worried at all. You know, we have the, you know, the floaties, you know, the little floaties they put on kids. We have those ready if the floodgates open. I don't think they're meaning like literal water. I think they mean as the floodgates, meaning that there are going to be multiple indictments for you and family members. So I've been impeached. Excuse me. I've been impeached twice. I was impeached. Nobody's ever been impeached twice. I'm ready for anything they have. I have great lawyers, great legal talent, and it's a total hoax. And they're going to lose again. They keep losing. They don't have anything. They have nothing, and they're going to continue to have nothing except radical left-wing witch hunts. And it's a witch hunt. But, you know, if something were to happen, then perhaps I would run for president and they couldn't charge me. Speaking of witch hunts, you say that they try to get you, they try to get you, they try to get you and they don't succeed. And the same thing happened with um, Bill Cosby, comedian. Um, really one of the great, one, one, excuse yeah. me, excuse me. Arguably one of the greatest African-Americans we've ever had. Now, he was just released. What are, what are your thoughts on Bill Cosby being released after all the evidence came out and so many women came forward? Uh, you, know what, you know what she looks like, right? The, the woman he was with? Yes, I know who you're talking about. I forgot her name. Andrea Constantinople. Yes. She looks like Steven Tyler. You're right. And you know what? You have a great impression of Steven Tyler. And when, you know, week. and I know it was when they announced it, she was out in front of the courtroom and they said, Bill Cosby has been let free. And she went, <laughs> and then Bill Cosby came out and went, and I was like, wow, this is like a great 80s, 70s, 70s and 80s recap. Look at that. We should have a festival. We should have a festival. If dude looks like a lady Constance and uh, a dude is, you know, doing strong things to women, Cosby. So you think Bill Cosby is innocent? No, I think he's like Britney Spears. He's not that innocent, but he's also not maybe the most guilty. Okay. We'll wait and see. All right. I like that definite answer. Now, I... Um, wait, do we have another comment from Andrea? No, we don't. No. <laughs> no. Um, I wanted to, uh, before we get to the first episode of every single month, we have listeners sending questions. And the questions blew up this week. We have so many from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And... Um, it's called great social media engagement. It is. It, it is great engagement. And, uh, and if there are any 23-year-olds with large breasts and no surviving family members who would like to have an engagement uh, to possibly be Mrs. Trump number four, please get in my DMs. Well, I, I encourage everyone to send in questions on the first episode of every month. And also... Have you noticed how stupid the left is on Twitter? They haven't canceled... Trump pod. I know. So stupid. So dumb. I encourage everyone to sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Bonus materials, special guests, extra episodes every single month. 
I, I'm really looking forward to hopefully Mike Lindell comes on again this month, maybe for the monthly bonus. I don't know, but he was a, I thought it was a great guest and he um, surprisingly very entertaining too. I liked uh, what he had to say. Well, no, like me, he's not as good as me, but he's a very powerful brander. You know, that's what you get. He's a smart business guy. He supports his country and his president. And he also smoked crack. And that's like an incredible combination to be sort of, I mean, if I could never do this, if they took this podcast away from me, which they'll never do, the radical left wouldn't do that. But they're not even, even they are not that stupid. Although they're stupid. Very stupid, in fact, but not that stupid. I think Mike Lindell, I think Don Jr., uh, Mitch, Mitch has been asking to get on the show, and I told him, get the hell out of here, you turtle. But uh, I think, remember, we put up a vote, and Mike Lindell won. We asked who the audience would want to host it, and they chose, and that's because we have great patriotic listeners who are in sync with their great podcast leader, as well as Otto, the canine leader of the Patreon Patriots. Well, you know what's surprising? Mike Lindell, I think, was on one of these networks, uh, Newsmax or OAN or one of these, and he was basically making things up where they had to mute him, his mic, on one of these networks, which I found very impressive because they don't mute anyone on those networks. I'm uh, very proud of him. I am, and I, I hear a baby, and I have to tell, in case there are any people out there, it's not mine, I deny paternity. Yes, it's uh, it's my baby that's that's crying in the background. My my apologies. Uh, she's probably upset about hearing Mike Lindell getting getting muted. She's very pro-free speech. I think so. I think you that's why she's, she's showing her strong free speech right now. We love that. We love seeing, we call them little MAGO warriors for speech. <laughs> MAGA warriors for speech is a little is little right? MAGA little MAGA you know she's not chicken L I L like a, like rapper little or is it little spelled out like L I T T L so I'm gonna so I'm Trump but I'm gonna eliminate the T out of words nah okay it's the full little okay now we have lots of questions here and. I'd like to ask you this question. I think you might have answered this before, but I don't know. You didn't go into great detail. Uh, this comes from DJ McConnell. and says, uh, this is from Facebook, these questions. Mr. President, sir. Strong, perfect 10 person, by the way. Yes. You've mentioned that the great Fred Trump called you, sir. Did you remember the moment when he saw the tremendous talent for the first time and started calling you, sir? Do you remember that day that he started calling you, sir? I haven't answered that question. That's a great question. I do remember. I was uh, I was still in the Woomba. Okay, I was it's, going it's through the womb, not the Woomba. Uh, well, then why do they put a B on it? Okay, B B B B letters matter. And so I was in the Woomba, and my mother was getting a, you know, where they put the the cum on the stomach and then rub the the stick on it, the vibrator. A sonogram. Right. Thank you. And they were doing the cum sonogram, and uh, my father, the great Fred Trump, was actually having an affair with the nurse who was doing the sonogram, and he forgot that, you know, he's great, but he can forget, very busy, and he forgot that this was the appointment for his wife. So he showed up and was like, oh, you know, I thought this was when I was going to have sex with the nurse, turns out you're here. 
So he, and he looked at the sonogram and it was like six months. Okay. And he looked at it and I turned, you don't see this a lot in sonograms, but I actually turned and you could see me in the sonogram moving my very powerful body. And I just kind of looked at him and he looked and was moved by the power and said, hello, sir. And from that moment, he called me, sir. from not eat so being in the woomba he's called you sir not and i know you I, well yeah it sounded like you were about to say something very powerfully non-pro-life but i was a person i was a big successful six-month person <laughs> and they put that 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 cold hospital come on my mother's stomach and ran the wand over it and all of a sudden i said Hello, I talked, I talked. I said it was a record. Nobody would ever said any words before from the Woomba. And the great Fred Trump said, sir. And from that day on, he had the most powerful respect for me. And I appreciated it. Uh, this question from, from Alex Gesh um, on Facebook. Uh, Dr. Mr. President, Sir Esquire. Otto the dog was elected Patreon president, and suddenly the fake news has a fireworks-themed holiday, which dogs are known to hate. Is this another deep state plot to try to intimidate our presidents? It's another great question, but I can assure you only radical left dogs get scared by patriotic fireworks. Only radical left. <clears throat> Conservative dogs in Florida, when their owners are done humping them for for snuff films, they have no problem with, with fireworks, okay? Very strong bestiality dogs on the, on the right who don't, uh, trust me, when you should see some of my supporters, the Mountain Dew Army in Florida. I mean, what kind of dog is gonna fear when, you know, Jethro with three teeth and five guns was just, you know, plowing you because he's lonely because his Tinder account is doing poorly. So no, right, right wing dogs don't fear stupid fireworks. Uh, radical left dogs, they run from the patriotism. Understood. Um, another July 4th question. This is from uh, Christina Adele Downey and uh, another Facebook. Uh, Dr. Mr. President, Sir Esquire, what do you think of the many celebrities who took part in the July 4th festivities this year? I don't remember as many A-list actors, musicians, and public figures taking part in your events, even when you promised to haul out the missiles, drones, and Sherman tanks in a very strong patriotic parade. Uh, what is the difference between patriotism and propaganda in your view? Thank you. What, that's not even, I don't even know what kind of question that is. It's like a story followed by some question that doesn't fit. Here's what I heard from that. I heard a very strong insult towards my great A-list friends. Uh, I happened to watch the TV by accident last night for about three hours. And Coldplay, they're not American. They're not even American. They had, we defeated England and they're bringing English bands to do 4th of July. What the hell, what the, when we have uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, do we bring in German bands? The answer no. is no tech stuff. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you no, I shook my head no. And then 
We had great people, very strong talent. And I see, uh, oh yes, Billy Ray Cyrus, father of the year. His daughter is a total, total disgrace. He's walking around probably with his gay cowboy rap friend. And, oh, that's A-list. Achy Breaky Heart was what, 500 years ago? Something like that. So I don't know what kind of A-list talent we're talking about. The Jonas Brothers, I think they like, they were like evangelicals. They probably love Trump. And uh, no, so I don't even know what that, so it was, what's the difference between patriotism and propaganda? Well, was that, was yes, that the question? That was the question. That was the question. Patriotism is when you love your country and support Trump and propaganda is when you put a bunch of bullshit on screen. Perfect answer. We're going to go to some Twitter questions now, and this comes from at A.N. Pagnata. Mr. President, sir, and this is about golf. Why do you need a golf cart and a caddy? I've seen where the caddy rides on the back of the golf cart. What's going on there? Doesn't the caddy, the caddy doesn't ride inside with you, does he, Mr. President? He usually rides on the back or walks, right? Well, we do have, we have a caddy's section of golf carts, which is always in the back. <laughs> and, uh, but usually I don't even let them use that. I just say, walk and I'll see you. You know, I say to them, oh, you know, if it's an African-American, I say, well, you're, you're pretty fast, I assume. So run, run to the next hole. All right. So you're just keeping them in shape. Tiring them out so that they can't uh, attack us at the end of the golf day. Understandable. This next question comes from... Uh, Ad the, white, the, white, the white caddies, we don't, we, we let them ride in the... Uh, That's nice of you. Golf cart. This comes from uh, at Layla Babier, 1947. Mr. President, sir, king of all presidents, would you consider dyeing your hair black with a black mustache? I know you're extremely handsome, but you might be even more irresistible with the black hair and mustache. Thank you, your highness, sir. I think she's trying to maybe make you look like Mike Lindell a little bit. Well, you know, Mike Lindell, we don't want to step on his, you know, I could easily take all of his women, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to steal Mike Lindell. He's, he's, you know, for our great patriots, he's cornered the stash and brown dark hair market. But no, I know I could look even more. I could, I could have, I could, God forbid, I could be a redhead and be a 10. So... I, don't, I could easily do it, but I prefer my very natural golden hair. You know, it's very pure, some would say. And uh, we want to we want to maintain that purity. That's why Ivanka, you notice you notice that Ivanka has the purity, but uh, Don Jr. very dirty. That actually leads me to this next question, and that's from Rob at Rob Shuttleworth, Mr. President, sir, you said that if Ivanka wasn't your daughter, you'd probably be dating her. If that was the case, what would the date be like? Where would you go and what would you do? Uh, well, the last part, obviously, first, we would have sex without condoms, obviously. I think, <laughs> you know, we all know that. If, if she wasn't my daughter, obviously, you know, we have to say that because people will take it out of context. Uh, the date would probably be, you know, I would obviously want to impress her if she, you know, she would obviously know who I am, but we would, we would, uh, we would come up in the Trump limousine and I would pick her up and 
she would walk out of the building. I would actually get out of the car and open the door for her. Um, check out the, you know, check out the legs, check out what she's working with. And then we would have a strong makeout session in the back of the limo. And then we would go to the McDonald's drive through and I would say, get whatever you want, no limit. And then, uh, you know, we would probably tour one of my properties while eating McDonald's. And then about, I mean, by then it's about 25 minutes. It'd be time to, you know, would you like to see my triplex apartment right now, Miss Ivanka? And she would say, why, yes, sir, I do. And I would say, well, that's great. And then we would do one of those, you know, like in the 80s movies, we'd have like the powerful makeout session in the elevator as we go mm -hmm. up. Remember Love in an Elevator by Andrea yes. Constand? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and we would probably make, I wouldn't say make love in the elevator, we would make out in the elevator. And then we would get to my triplex apartment and you know, she would probably say to me like, sir, uh, I refuse to let you wear a condom. And I would say, get a little emotional. Because, of course, I would never do this as her father. And I would say, are you sure? Because, of course, I always go for powerful consent. And she would say, don't ask me that question anymore. No condoms or I'm leaving. And then we would uh, make powerful love on, uh, on my golden rug made out of golden retriever puppies. That's very interesting. You know, that's the first date, obviously, you know, things could kind of get intense and passionate from there as we get to know each other a little more. I'm going to go to our Instagram listeners and uh, there's some great questions here from Instagram. Uh, this comes from uh, at Turlin. Uh, I believe a perfect, I believe a perfect 10. Yes. Um, Dr. President Trump, Sir Esquire, PhD. Do you hear the respect? That's how you know you hear that respect from our perfect tens. Can you give us your thoughts on the powerful patriotic, in quotes, reclaim America protests made by a tremendous right wing nationalist group in Philadelphia? Thank you, sir. You know, um, I haven't heard too much about them, to be honest, but obviously it takes a lot of guts to go into a, a radical left African-American city, just run overrun with crime and disgraceful people. It takes a lot of guts in there to proclaim your patriotism and, and try to take it back. So I think they sound like great people. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, excuse me, I'm trying to be honest, but I don't, uh, not so familiar with them, but they sound like they're doing great things. And I assume uh, they're probably also very anti-pedophilia. So we like that too. That's a very strong thing to be. Uh, with, of course, the exception of Jeff Epstein. And uh, what if Jeffrey Epstein is Q? That would be um, a huge reveal. I'm starting to think it's, it's good old Jeffy. But uh, I, I'm not familiar with it. I haven't read too much on it yet. But they sound like wonderful people doing very strong work, you know, because it's one thing to be in Texas or Florida in a strong Trump state proclaiming patriotism, but these radical left people, they hate it when you show up 
you know, with gun, you know, when you show up to one of the urban cities with guns and white men and racial slurs, and all of a sudden they don't like it. And it's very unpatriotic towards those people. So we support them. Mr. President, I have two more questions from Instagram. This comes from uh, Aaron K. Green. Sir, great sir, if it came down to it, would you cooperate with the New York District Attorney for a pardon in exchange for incriminating Ivanka? You know, that's one of those really disgusting questions that we shouldn't even answer. Okay. Uh, what you do is when you're a great Trump deal maker, it's called deal making. Mm-hmm. They say to me, sir, you know, even the prosecutors, they call me, sir. They say, sir, we want you to turn on Ivanka. And I would say, well, I'm very turned on by Ivanka. And I say that as a father. They said, oh, sir, we want you to give us intel on Ivanka in exchange for a lighter sentence. So then I would go to Ivanka and say, Ivanka, darling, they want me to turn on you. They want me to say things about you so that I don't go to jail. Are you willing to allow me to do that? And she might say yes, she might say no, but if she said no, I'd say, then what are you willing to do to me to make me not do that? I got you. And I keep getting the offers from the different, you know, the different, now I go back to the prosecutor and say, okay, prosecutor, you drive a hard bargain, but I just got a solid, strong, let's just call it oral support from Ivanka. So what are you willing to do now? Because right now I'm not willing to testify. And then maybe one of the prosecutors in a great Fred Trump tradition brings in their wife and says, well, she's willing to do butt stuff if you turn on Ivanka. So then I do the butt stuff and I go back to Ivanka and I say, darling, the prosecutor's wife did butt stuff. (laughs) And I'm starting to think I might turn you in, darling. And she'd say, no, daddy. Remember how you liked two of my hot friends when I was in ninth grade? And I said, yes, darling. She says, well, they're both here with me now and we're all grown and we'd like to show you appreciation, sir. And I'd say, well, let's see how much appreciation we have. And then I'd go back to the prosecutor and they'd say, prosecutor, you pathetic Democrat. And they'd say, yes, sir, what is it? I'd say, I just had a foursome with three tremendous women. We discussed many great things and I think at least one of them is now pregnant. What are you willing to do? Because now I'm not going to turn on Ivanka. And you can see how this will play out. I understand. It's called deal making. It's called strong deal making. But I thought the question was disgusting and I, I won't answer it. Well, this last question I think is a very excellent question. And we're going to end with this question. And this comes from at Papa Carlos 84. Sounds Latino. That's probably about sexual assault. (laughs) Sir, Mr. President, sir, doctor, doctor, sir, doctor, 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 Esquire. No, you know, I don't like that. That was that was actually one too many doctors. So it's totally disrespectful. Well, this question is good. Once you get reinstated, I feel like the country will require a cleansing. Will you enact the country's first purge through powerful and tough executive orders? If so, which two houses are you visiting and what will you do? It's an excellent question to end on, Mr. President. Well, it is an excellent question. And obviously this person has some intel because we actually planned on doing a purge on Halloween 2021. 
<laughs> so the first house that I would visit, okay, is Ben Carson's house because I want to get warmed up and he's blind and his wife is fat and ugly and slow. So I would murder them very quickly. And I would say, I would say to Ben Carson, thank you for your service. This isn't personal, but I want to make sure my killing skills are very sharp. And I would actually let him, I'd say you're blind, but which one should I do first? You or your wife? And I would, but to be honest, I would have already killed his wife. Yeah, so we're sort of pretending. And then I murder Ben Carson. No, just just for the it's called you know for the skills because the kill that I really want is you know very important. I don't want to mess up the important kill. So the important kill would be I would go to another neighborhood in Florida, and I would knock on the door. And Jared Kushner would open up and say, oh, good, you're here, sir. Come on in. And I'd say, yes, I'm here. Don't worry. I'll protect the house with my great strength and wealth. And then Ivanka would show up. And I would look at Ivanka and say, I'm going to kill Jared. And then she would say, no, I'll do it. And then she would kill him. And then I would kill that pussy because they have a cat that I can't stand. You know, I don't like pets in general, so I would murder uh, their cat as well. And, uh, you know, I would simply protect Ivanka uh, for the rest of the evening. Mr. President, I thank you for your time again, every single week, plus bonus episodes. We really appreciate this, and America loves hearing from you, especially after being shut down from social media. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsor, betonline.ag, and also, if you haven't already, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash mpga. Uh, your tech stuff, guys, hitting the road again. I'm back on the road. I will be at Comics Mohican Sun, so everyone in Connecticut – Got two shows in Connecticut this month coming up. Uh, I'll be opening for Rich Voss. You know, he's seen Voss. He is uh, hilarious. Be with Rich Voss at comics, comicsroadhouse.com, July 15th, 16th, and 17th. There are four shows. And I'll be at City Steam in Hartford, Connecticut on July 31st at 8 p.m. So come check out one of those shows or both of those shows. And uh, Mr. President, the floor is yours. Thank you. No, thank you, and you're very welcome. Uh, hey, everybody, it's JL. Usual announcements, I'm adding some more shows, but uh, the big one, obviously, is three weeks from when we're recording this, uh, headlining City Winery with my buddy Pete Dominic. Uh, get those tickets now. They're available. We're, we're working on a big uh, media push in the next two weeks. But, yeah, get those tickets now. Tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. And I got a, other, a bunch of other shows coming up in later months, um, and I'm starting to add more and more gigs, so that's good. But uh, for now, for July, I have two shows in New York and the big Boston show. So if you just go to jlcomedy.com, jlcomedy.com, go to the calendar. The ticket links for the New York and Boston shows are, are, are up there, so it make, makes it easy. Um, and beyond that, just if you have extra time, check out my other podcast, Righteous PK, same platforms as this one. 
And also, uh, last thing, um, if you haven't given a five-star review to this podcast, go ahead and give it on Apple Podcasts. We've, we've been stuck at a nice number for a little while, so let's, it'd be nice to see some more, uh, some more reviews and some more ratings this week, please. Uh, so thank you for listening, uh, and uh, God help us all.